How are you? Today we're going to have a special dessert, a genius paradox in Jewish law. That will be what we call a brain teaser. The Milchas Tanakh was a rabbi who published his monumental work in 1869. It changed the world. It was on the 613 mitzvahs. What he did was he wrote an anthology on the 613 mitzvahs of great questions, great answers, fundamentals, and stuff like that. He wrote on the mitzvah of Mila as well. I put out a volume of English taking those ideas and translating it for the English audience. He has a famous paradoxical question, which we will do today. He does not give an answer to this question. It's a circular question, others answer. Let's try to use our brains and follow this through. Step number one, we have to know. The only time you're allowed to perform a Brit Milah on Shabbos is when it is the eighth day of the child's life. If it's the ninth day, 10th day, 11th day, we spoke early in the week, you are not allowed to do it. If someone circumcises a baby on day nine, 10, 11, or 12, he is a violator of Shabbos. Not allowed to do it. The Torah gave a special leniency for day eight, but cannot do it day nine. Now, to elaborate on that, the question becomes, we have to understand a, a second idea that's extremely important is that in order to violate Shabbos, one must do a constructive act. A destructive act is not a violation of Shabbos. So if someone rips their jacket, that's a tear, that is not a constructive act, you did not biblically violate Shabbos. If someone cuts someone, punches someone in the face and makes them bleed, that is not a constructive, necessarily a constructive act, and therefore it would not be a violation. So the question becomes, why is a bris milah a violation of Shabbos? It's cutting a child. So the answer becomes that when a child becomes and has a circumcised label onto himself, he is now a Jewish child, that is considered a constructive act. If a child would have a bris milah that was not kosher, it would be a destructive act, and it would not be a violation of Shabbos. So again, eighth day only, but it has to be eighth day a constructive act. If it's a destructive act, it would not work. Rule number two, the only person qualified to perform a circumcision is someone who is obligated in the mitzvah and believes in the mitzvah. That means someone who's a female, someone who is not necessarily Jewish, some, these people cannot perform the bris milah because they're not obligated in the mitzvah. As well, someone who does not believe in the mitzvah cannot perform a bris milah. He doesn't believe in it, it will not work. So if someone who is not religious performs the bris milah, it is invalidated, it doesn't work. That is step number two. Now goes the Mechaz wild idea. Let's say there's a person who we thought was a regular Jew, and now he wants to come out publicly that he's irreligious, he's anti-Judaism. There's a baby in Shul. The baby's day nine, day 10, day 11, not supposed to perform a bris milah at all on this day. And this, no one's even near the baby, because everyone knows you can't do a bris milah on Shabbos during one of these added days besides day eight. And this person goes over and he decides he is going to do a bris milah on this day. And he walks over to the child, takes out the Moyle's knife and performs the bris milah. What is going to happen right now? Is this person considered a violator of Shabbos or not? Let's go through the idea. If we look at the person that he did a bris milah and the child is considered circumcised, then what happens is this person now is labeled as a violator of Shabbos. Day nine, day 10, he considered a constructive act because the child is now considered circumcised. That means constructive. If it's a constructive act, he's a violator of Shabbos. Wait a second. If he's a violator of Shabbos, then he wasn't allowed to perform a bris milah. It doesn't work. Okay, so you'll say the bris milah does not work? That makes a lot of sense because he's a violator of Shabbos. If the bris milah does not work, guess what? He did not violate Shabbos. Because if he performed an act of cutting a child, but he didn't perform a bris milah, that's a destructive act. He's no longer considered a labeled a violator of Shabbos. If he's not a violator of Shabbos, then guess what? The bris milah becomes effective. If he becomes effective, he now becomes a violator of Shabbos. We are now going in a full circle to get it clear. The, the person walked over and at this moment in time, he was a kosher Jew. He went and cut the baby on day nine when he wasn't supposed to do it. Because he did it, he now violated Shabbos. Day nine, we don't do it. Since he violated Shabbos, he now becomes labeled a non-Jewish person or a non-religious person. As a non-religious person, the circumcision becomes invalidated. If the circumcision becomes invalidated, then he didn't violate Shabbos. 
he did a destructive act. Therefore, he becomes once again a kosher Jew. Okay, a kosher Jew now performs the bris milah. And we're going now in a full circle. The question is, what do we do in this case? Is he considered a kosher Jew and therefore an invalidated, potentially bris milah or reverse? Mechazchanach leaves it with a paradoxical question. If you could think this through in your head, while you're walking to Shul, while you're walking back from Shul, it's a fascinating idea. Get the pieces in order and you can have a good time with it. Have a great Shabbos.